Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. evening's programs, BBC is closing down. We wish you a pleasant and peaceful night. Good night.
Hello and welcome to the Beat Cave here in Detroit, Michigan, home of the studio of this radio program. Only a cover song. I'm your host, Dan Augustine. Opening today's show, a rarity, at least in these parts, Detroit, Michigan, and the USA, where I put this program together. In the UK, especially in Reading, England, that band is quite popular. They are called Twelfth Night, and the song was called Late Night TV. And Late Night TV is what we will tune into on today's episode of Only a Cover Song. Late Night TV and The Beatles. A look at many of the different Late Night TV shows that have had John, Paul, George, and Ringo as guests, as well as Late Night TV shows that either pay tribute to or poked fun at the Fab Four. And now... Here's Johnny! You write something, a song or anything, and you get the sadness, and then you perform it or you put it on paper and then that's gone and the only way you get the joy back of writing it or the sadness back is when somebody like victor or somebody else comes and reads it to you just this is only the beginning this this 60s bit was just a sniff the 60s was just waking up in the morning you know and we haven't even got to dinner time yet and i can't wait you know i just can't wait i'm so glad to be around this is john and yoko here we're just sending peace and love to you from london uh, for the new year and let's hope that in the 70s we really have peace throughout the world how much can we do alive or dead i don't want to be mr and mrs dead saint of 1970. the british press actually called yoko ugly in the papers and i've never seen that about any woman or man even if it was if a person is ugly you don't normally sort of say it in the paper you know that ugly woman and, and she's not ugly and if she was you wouldn't be so mean. They, they even say attractive about the most awful looking people, just to be kind. <laughs> A montage of clips of different late night TV shows that John Lennon was interviewed on between 1968 and 1971. In there, you heard bits from Release, Man of the Decade, 24 Hours, and Parkinson, all which aired on British television and one clip from Canadian television. John Lennon being interviewed on CBC Weekend. All of the shows you heard the clips from ran on late night. TV sometime between 10 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. Now, in the industry, late night TV is defined as programming that is on between 11.30 p.m. and 2 a.m. So, those shows are not, by definition, late night TV shows. I know my audience, however. Most of my listeners are old men. Guys who can barely make it to 10 p.m. before falling asleep in their easy chair. And then wake up unaware of what they did watch on TV before dozing off. Hey, I saw you on TV last night. You were on a commercial! Yep! See you later, Brand Flakes! So, for the sake of this show, and to relate more to my core audience, let's say Late Night TV, for listeners of Only a Cover Song, starts at 10pm. In my day, when we were angry and frustrated, we just said flabbledy-flee! Cause we were idiots and we didn't know what else to say! Just a bunch of illiterate Cro-Magnums blowing on crusty handkerchiefs, waiting in lines for our head to burst into flame. And that's the way it was, and we liked it! Yeah, I'm just having fun at my listeners' expense. Poking fun at you. And that's a big part of late-night TV. Having a sense of humor and being able to laugh at yourself. You know, put up with insulting jokes. Many of the late-night talk show hosts hurl your way. And if you're a celebrity, like, say... Paul McCartney, you better watch out. A great day, of course, today for Sir Paul McCartney. Yes. <laughs> he's 70 years old today. I can't believe he's 70. Some people say that 70 is the new 60, and the people who say that are me. 
because that makes 60 the new 50, and that makes 50 the new 40, and that's not too old for me to get a naval stud. <laughs> anyway, I'm talking about Paul McCartney. So now he's 70, though. He's going to have to change the lyrics to the song. It's not when I'm 64, it's when I was. <laughs> uh, let it be, it could be let me pee. The... <laughs> yesterday, I can't remember yesterday. I think it's great that Paul is still putting on concerts at 70 years old, though. The only other British musician doing that right now at 70 is Madonna. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, the Rolling Stones are, are, are as old as Sir Paul. They're still going. Although, uh, although rumours are they'll be breaking up after they tour next summer. I don't mean breaking up the band. I mean pieces of them are actually... <laughs> anyway, uh, Paul McCartney's net worth is said to be around uh, £700 million. Now, I'm not sure what that is in dollars, but with Europe's economy falling apart, I'm reckoning it's a couple of hundred bucks anyway. <laughs> now, it's about a billion dollars. Even a billion dollars. I mean, even Mitt Romney's like, damn. <laughs> damn. That's how Mitt Romney talks. In my mind. Because I can't do an impression of Mitt Romney, so that's how he talks now. Anyway, Paul McCartney, that's what I'm talking about. He's still very active. Next week, he's playing the opening uh, ceremony at the Olympics. And a couple of weeks ago, he played for the Queen during the Jubilee. He was just a warm-up act for the strippers, but he was still there. <laughs> The Queen's not really into the Beatles. She prefers insane clown posse. <laughs> I'm a juggalo, bitch! <laughs> anyway, now that Sir Paul's getting up there in age, he's making lifestyle adjustments. This is true. A few months ago, he announced he's quitting marijuana. <laughs> no more drugs except the really good ones that come in bottles that are difficult to open. No, Paul McCartney once said he'd probably die on stage. Now, listen, take it from me, Sir Paul. As somebody who does it every night, it's not cracked up. No. It's not cracked up. It's not what it's cracked up. See, I did it right there. Ah, uh, yes. Craig Ferguson, who hosted The Late Late Show on CBS from 2004 to 2014. There was a running gag on The Late Late Show in which Craig would show a picture of Angela Lansbury and say it was Paul McCartney. Craig explains how the gag began. I'll tell you why I keep doing that. When, how long ago was it, Michael? About nine years ago? Nine, nine and a half years ago, when this show first started, the Los Angeles Times gave us a terrible review in which they said, and they continually show a picture of Angela Lansbury, say it's a picture of Paul McCartney, uh, without any apparent irony. <laughs> so, uh, we've been doing it at least once a week. <laughs> Ever since. Yeah. Without... Without any apparent irony. So there you have it. The story behind the long-running gag of showing a picture of Angela Lansbury and saying it's Paul McCartney. Now Miss Lansbury, or should I say Dame Lansbury, because just like Paul McCartney is a knight, Angela Lansbury was also a recipient of the most excellent order of the British Empire. So Dame Lansbury and Sir Paul not only both received such honors from the British government, they have both recorded albums. We all know about the albums Paul has recorded, but Angela Lansbury? She has been on cast recordings for many musicals. One such musical was Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. In that musical, Lansbury played the part of Nellie Lovett and sings a song called Wait, which is also the name of a Beatles song. That's right, it's time for a same title, different song. It's been a
Frankie Vaughn with a cover of the Beatles tune, Wait, and you will not have to wait to hear another Beatles cover, because here's one now.
was Lenny Kravitz with his cover of the Beatles, Get Back, in February of 2014 to mark the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' performance on The Ed Sullivan Show. David Letterman had Beatles Week on his late show. Besides Lenny Kravitz, other musicians who participated in Beatles Week were Broken Bells, Sting, Flaming Lips, and Lauren Hill. When life seems hurry, worry, scurry, and you're restless in your mind, and you get along and for the peaceful things you left behind. Come on over for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Come on over, it's no time to cook. It's such a great day for Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's such a bad day to cook. It's Bradley's 25th anniversary year, and we're celebrating with lower-than-ever prices every day. Check out the sharp, front-loading VCR with remote control at our everyday low price of $279.99. And save on attractive fashion fans with oscillating three-position control on sale at just $9.99. And there's lots more in store for you. We're 25 because you're number one with us. Do me a favor. Straighten out my wheels before they drive me up the wall. Please. Next time you need a wheel alignment, go to a Goodyear Auto Service Center. We know there are different alignment procedures for different kinds of cars, and we have computers that can help do them all for front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, and four-wheel drive cars. We guarantee the work for six months or 6,000 miles, whichever comes first. Just ask for the details. Do yourself a favor. Go to Goodyear. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're thrilled. Please welcome Nora Jones.
Hello and welcome back to the late night TV episode of Only a Cover Song. That was Nora Jones with a cover of George Harrison's Behind That Locked Door. Just like David Letterman hosted a Beatles week on his late show in February of 2014, Conan O'Brien hosted a George Harrison week on his program, Conan, in September of 2014. Besides Nora Jones, other musicians who participated in George Harrison week on Conan were Beck, Paul Simon, and Danny Harrison. Speaking of Conan O'Brien, the theme song to his late night TV show on TBS sounds pretty close to a Beatles tune. Listen, I will play the Conan O'Brien theme and then the Beatles tune that it sounds Sounds like back to back. You be the judge. Notice the similarities? 
Just a Difference in the Temple. Now Lady Madonna is credited to the great songwriting duo of Lennon-McCartney. When it came time to add lyrics to his theme song, Conan O'Brien hired the best lyricist in the business. I hired somebody to write lyrics for our theme song at the start of the show. In fact, I hired the best lyricist in the business. Please welcome Weird Al Yankovic. Let's get him. Was Stan of Alabaster He's been awesome since the 80s And handy with the ladies Tells his bosses where to stick it He's Andy's meal ticket Doesn't follow me on Twitter It's okay, I'm not bitter Gonna tell you more about him But first I'll just say Hey, look at me I'm on a show That's right Only took 18 years Guess he's This one time when Conan and I went camping We were roasting weenies and then Some guy walks in our campsite Conan goes completely mental And rips a stranger's face off Wears a face on top of his face And does this stupid dance While wearing this enormous diaper Made out of baby kittens And he does that creepy laugh That still haunts my dream to this day Oh no, what have I done now? He said that I'd be sorry If I told a single soul And I just told everybody Right here on his own TV show That I'm in so much trouble Tell my wife and kid I love them I better run for my life A little bit of comedy from Weird Al Yankovic on Conan. Comedy is the cornerstone of late night TV, and one of the longest running late night comedy shows on American television is Saturday Night Live. Here's a skit from a 1988 episode of Saturday Night Live in which the Beatles, played by Matthew Broderick, Dana Carvey, Dennis Miller, and John Lovitz, have to confront the former Beatles saxophonist, Albert Goldman, played by Phil Hartman. It's Saturday Night Live's very funny fictional way to explain why author Albert Goldman wrote such scathing biographies of both John Lennon and Elvis Presley. And I'm telling you, it's all true. What about the allegations that you lied? Many of your sources say they misquoted them. It almost seemed like you had a personal grudge against John Lennon. <sighs> Oh, all right, I lied. Go ahead and print it. Albert Goldman is a liar. I had to do it, don't you understand? After what they did to me? What? What, what, what do you It all started 25 years ago, back in Liverpool. It's gonna be all right. It's time for our next act. Let's give them a big Kevin welcome. John, Paul, George, Albert Goldman, and Ringo, the five Beatles. Oh, I'm never the 
Alfred Goldman and Ringo. Where were you guys on that queue? I mean, come on, meet me halfway. Sorry, Albert. Actions, not words, fellas. Comprende? Hey, Ringo? All right, I'm gonna go grab some soup. Nobody touch my horn. I think we've got to talk about Albert. <laughs> yeah, he's a real problem. Yeah, John. Fellas, fellas, come on, he's a nice guy. John, don't be daft, he's a real drag. Yeah, he just doesn't fit in somehow. Look, look, fellas, we're the only friends he's got. We should show him some compassion. Besides, his parents were nice enough to buy these amplifiers for us. The least we can do is be supportive. Ringo, what's your opinion? Oh, listen, I don't know. I mean, whatever you fellas think. I mean, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Oh, really, Ringo? Tell us what you think. Well, all right. <clears throat> but I think there's several points to consider. One is, we must remember that this is a business first. And two, if, if the people in the band are unhappy, it'll affect the performance. And three, this is a crucial stage in our development. All right, all right, Ringo. I think that's enough. <laughs> I mean, whatever you guys say, I mean, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I just don't understand why you fellows don't like him. He's never had a nasty word for anyone. Hello, lads. You've got a visitor. Hello, everybody. Elvis! Elvis, we're your biggest fans. What are you doing here, Elvis? Yeah, I was filming two movies across the street, and I heard your music, and it uh, set my feet a tapping. Huh? Why don't I come over and do some investigating? Really? So did you like it? Uh, you bet. Yeah, except for one thing, though. You gotta lose that fat, bald, uh, unattractive fellow that plays a horn. But he's a good friend. Listen, Lennon, you gotta remember, it's a business first. Mm, that's what I said. <laughs> Quiet, Ringo, Elvis is talking. Now, you gotta lose him. So now, which one are you as a leader? I'm the leader. Well, then you're gonna have to tell him. Oh, the leader. Oh, well, John's the leader. <laughs> it has to be done, John. It's up to you. All right, I'll do it. Good for you, John. Good luck, John. Good luck, John. Hey, John, take this. It's my lucky drum. Here he comes now. I'll be right back there in case you need me. Well, where is everybody? We have another set in five minutes. I, I told everyone to be here to, re to rehearse. She loves you, wah, wah, wah. Actually, Albert, there's no reason to rehearse. Oh, really, Mr. Layabout? Did you hear the same set I heard? Audience not liking Beatles dying! I hate to say this, Albert, uh, but um, you're out of the group. What? Please don't be upset, I Albert. Mean, I... It's hot enough as it is. I just don't get it. Is it because I'm bald and fat? No. Then why? Whose idea was this? It was everybody's. Paul, George, Ringo, me. Me. <laughs> Elvis! That's right, son. You got no talent. You look bad. Get out of the business. Oh, you've got some nerve. And another thing, you ought to watch your weight. Clean up your act. Stay away from that junk food. Remember, you are what you eat. Sorry, Albert. Oh, you think it's so easy, don't you? Sorry, Albert. No hard feelings. Well, I've got news for you, Mr. Presley. And you too, Mr. Lennon. I'll get my revenge. Maybe not soon, maybe not for quite some time because I'm a little afraid of both of you. 
But someday, I'll be back. I'll be back! <laughs> I'll be back! There's but the grace of God, huh? Yeah, it's a real shame. Come on, let's go get some health food. Come on. Well, that's my story. So whatever happened to Elvis? Well, he became a big... Who asked that question? <laughs> I got you! I know Matthew Broderick, Dana Carvey, Dennis Miller, and John Lovitz as the Beatles from a 1988 episode of Saturday Night Live. Cast members of Saturday Night Live did not always have to put on mop-top wigs and beetle boots to portray the Beatles. Three of the four Beatles have actually appeared on the show. George was the first Beatle to do so. He was music guest along with Paul Simon in 1976. Paul has been on the show as music guest four times in 1980, 1993, 2010, and 2012. And Ringo actually hosted an episode with Herbie Hancock as music guest in 1984. I have some moments from some of these episodes coming up after this commercial break. But before we get to the break, a quick reminder that you can always find Only a Cover Song online at onlyacoversong.com or at facebook.com slash onlyacoversong or by doing a search for Only a Cover Song at tunein.com. Be really refreshed. Work and play at your best. Enjoy the refreshing Pause for a Coke, ice cold, Coca-Cola. You'll love that cold, crisp taste. When you're on the go, you get a lively lift with Coca-Cola. So be really refreshed. Pause for a Coke, ice cold, Coca-Cola. Pause for a Coke. The pages of American history are illumined by the names of doctors who worked unceasingly to overcome disease and to make life happier and more secure for humanity. The makers of camels are pardonably proud of the standing of this cigarette among doctors. A nationwide survey of doctors' cigarette preferences was recently made. Three leading independent research organizations asked this question of 113,597 doctors, doctors in every field of medicine. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was Camel. Yes? According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Are you keeping up with the Commodore? Cause the Commodore is keeping up with you. The world's number one selling home computer is now in a family pack, the Commodore 64. Plus data cassette and joystick, four software programs including Introduction to Basic, a Teach Yourself program for the whole family. The Commodore 64 family pack, a value of $700 for just $499. Are you keeping up with the Forty-five thousand. I have forty-five thousand. Do I have fifty? Fifty thousand dollars for this guitar pick used by John Lennon in the recording of Eight Days a Week. <laughs> no? Forty-five thousand dollars going once. Forty-five thousand dollars going twice. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so for forty-five thousand dollars to the gentleman sitting in the front row. Now, if you please turn to page 21 in your catalog, we now will take a look at lot 35. This is a very exciting little piece, a toothbrush used by the fabulous Paul McCartney in the recording of the album Rubber Soul. Now, as you see, it's a blue medium-rissel Oral-B with one of those 
little pointy rubber things at the end. Yes, madam. Did Paul actually use the little rubber pointy thing? It is our understanding that he did, yes. <laughs> and I opened up the bidding at $60,000. Do I hear 60? $60,000. Do I hear 70? 70,000. 70. Do I hear 80? 80,000. Do I hear 90? 110. $110,000 going once. $110,000 going twice. Oh. Sold for $110,000 to the lady in the front row. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please turn to page 22 in your catalog. Take a look at lot 36. Ringo Starr. <laughs> drummer with the Beatles and performed with them on all their albums and tours. And as you can see, he's in very good condition. And I, for one, would like to open the bidding at $75,000. Now, do I hear 75? <laughs> do I hear $75,000 for this drummer with the Beatles? Do I hear $65,000 for Ringo Starr, a member of the Beatles? <laughs> Talented musician. <laughs> Owner of a large ring collection. <laughs> yes, sir, 65,000? Oh, uh, no. Uh, I was wondering about the jacket he's wearing. Yes. Was it by any chance ever worn by Paul? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Now, do I hear $15,000 for Ringo Starr? 15,000? Good Lord, we're dealing with a human being here. Yes, madam. Well, does he actually do anything? Ah, yes. Well, Anne really knows more about that than I. Oh, Anne, what does he do? Well, he uh, plays the drums. And uh, he has a, uh, a very interesting ring collection. Can he talk? Oh, yes, I think so. Ringo, would you read this? Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Actually, it's the late night TV episode of Only a Cover Song, and it's time now for a look at the three Beatles who have been on Saturday Night Live. You just heard one of them, Ringo Starr, who was host in 1984 with music guest Herbie Hancock. I will have a Beatles cover from Herbie Hancock later in the program. First, let's listen to a song apiece from the other two Beatles who have been on Saturday Night Live, George Harrison and Paul McCartney. comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Little darling, it's been a long, whole lonely winter. Little darling, it seems like it's since it's been here. Here comes the sun, 
Let her 
McCartney performs Hey Jude on Saturday Night Live in 1993, and before that, it was George Harrison on Saturday Night Live in 1976 performing his tune, Here Comes the Sun, alongside his pal, Paul Simon. Now here's Herbie Hancock, as I promised earlier, performing alongside Dave Matthews and this Beatles cover, Tomorrow Never Knows. Oh, 
Herbie Hancock, and Dave Matthews with a cover of the Beatles, Tomorrow Never Knows. And Tomorrow, I Do Know, was a late-night talk show hosted by Tom Snyder on American late-night television from 1973 to 1982. To close out today's show, here's Paul McCartney chatting it up with Tom Snyder on The Tomorrow Show. Do you still imitate Little Richard? Oh, yeah, definitely, Tom. <laughs> Did you really yeah. do that? Oh, yeah, that was the whole thing when I started out. Yeah, everyone used to imitate. In fact, they still are. But uh, he was one of my particular ones. You know, I used to do Little Richard, Elvis, and a bit of Jerry Lee. You know, we used to do them all, really, but Richard was my speciality. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.